disability is generally thought of as an unfortunate circumstance if it's thought of at all. Perhaps a medical condition worthy of a cure or a lifelong misery that could use a little cheering up every four years with the upbeat competition of the Paralympic Games. But the voice of disability is complicated and surprising. You're listening to one of those voices, the late disabled songwriter Vic Chestnut. I am a man. I am self-aware. Many more voices of what we might call disability culture are represented at the Cultural Olympiad in London, the so-called Unlimited Festival, where the voices of disability culture are shouting and singing to the world. I'm joined now by Sue Austin, who's participating in the Unlimited Festival, the Cultural Olympiad. Sue designed a self-propelled underwater wheelchair and has filmed its gentle underwater movements. Sue, welcome and congratulations. Hello. It's a pleasure to be here. Also with me is Phyllis Borner, the Community Relations Director of United Disability Services and the director of that organization's arts magazine, Kaleidoscope. Phyllis, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, John. So, uh, Sue, let's uh, find out your motivation for creating an underwater wheelchair. I mean, when I jump out of my wheelchair and get in the water, it's really, I'm happy to leave the chair behind in the water. Why do you want to have a wheelchair underneath the water? Um, It came about, I'd been, my arts practice for some time had revolved around creating narratives about the fact that my wheelchair gave me a great deal of freedom and movement through the world and fun, Um, it created a lot of fun for me as well compared with um, um, the period of illness I had prior to starting to use it. But because I realised that... um, Well, for me, I came to understand that my identity had changed and I felt it was because I'd internalised some of the negative preconceptions about disability and about wheelchairs that exist in society. Um, Because from research, when I asked non-disabled people the first three words that came to mind when I said the words NHS wheelchair, which is National Health Service wheelchair, um, they tended to be words like fear, limitation, pity, restriction, illness and so on. But for me, my wheelchair was my freedom. And so when I started to dive in 2005, I realised that um, the scuba gear extends your range of activity just like a wheelchair. But the associations attached to a wheelchair are ones of excitement and adventure. So I had this because my work was about repositioning the ideas attached to the wheelchair or just trying to open up a thinking space to surprise and excite people. I was thinking, I wonder what will happen if I put scuba gear and a wheelchair together because perhaps the the associations of one will rub off on the other to transform those ideas. That's great. I mean, I can hear the excitement in your voice and the excitement around you there at the uh, Cultural Olympiad in uh, London. We're talking with uh, uh, Sue Austin, who's an artist, who's part of the Cultural Olympiad celebrations going along with the Paralympics uh, in London. Phyllis Berner, describe what disability culture is and how it's evolved uh, in, in your experience. Well, it's, um, it's a big, it's a big uh, subject for sure. Uh, in my experience, I've been part of Kaleidoscope magazine uh, for almost all of its uh, 33 years of existence. And in the beginning, uh, I wasn't part of the beginning, but it was a simple idea to allow an opportunity for artists, for people with disabilities to just write or draw 
and express their feelings, their emotions. Um, and it was a very simple. It was photocopied, stapled together, um, but it was it was successful part of the adult program at United Disability Services. And over the years, it has just evolved, just as the whole issue of disability has evolved. And one of the things that we have learned in the process is that the different views that people have, we try to find the right word to describe. And so we don't say handicapped, and we never, of course, say crippled anymore, but but we say person with a disability. We say the people that we're serving are our clients, just like a client would be of any other um, business, of an attorney or or any other business. And you could take that quite a ways. I mean, uh, Sue is describing her wheelchair as as a means of adventure and herself as an adventurer, speaking from the uh, sports center at the Cultural Olympiad in uh, London. Sue, what's your next art project? Um, I think I'll be carry on working with this for quite a while because um, I have, um, there's talk about three different exhibitions and there's um, an aspect of the project which is um, creating three filming in 360 degrees under the Red Sea um, that we need to develop further to create a way of being able to exhibit it regularly. Sue Austin is uh, part of the Cultural Olympiad celebration in uh, London. She's a a Paralympic diver, but she's an artist presenting her self-propelled underwater wheelchair as part of the Cultural Olympiad. Uh, Phyllis Berner, some uh, final thoughts on how the Paralympics sort of each four years adds to this sense of collective community on the part of people with disabilities around the world? Well, clearly, anytime you can focus that large a spotlight on the accomplishments of people with disabilities, it enhances everyone in every area of their interest. Um, It made me think. I I did watch um, Sue's video and found it mesmerizing and uh, and it, it, the example it brought to me from Kaleidoscope is the work that we did with Peggy Chun. Or we published her work uh, with Peggy Chun, whose disability became increasingly invasive in her life. And she assembled a team around her that allowed her to continue creating until the very last days of her life. And I think the uh, symbolicness of her team, the symbolism of her team, uh, ties to the Paralympics now. I think we will, people will find a way. And... Um, the premise that we operate under Kaleidoscope is that creativity transcends. And in the case of uh, Ms. Chun, uh, this, this is visual arts, sculpture? Yes, it's, it's, uh, it's painting in watercolor. Mm-hmm. And uh, how big of a body of work did her team assemble by the time she passed? Well, it was, it was many, many pieces. I, I can't tell you exactly how many, but it was the evolution of it from now I can use my right hand, now I can't use my right hand, now it's my left hand, now it's blinking an eye, now it's someone who helps me uh, select color. Um, the team kept, kept evolving for her and helped her create. And another couple of sculptors that we, um, we, whose work we published uh, from Victoria, British Columbia, um, had, uh, had accidents um, that resulted in them being quadriplegic and discovered that they were amazing sculptors in the process amazing. and, and the, now developed um, the necessary tools. And the art, of course, is a window into the experience of disability itself. Uh, Phyllis Berner is a publication director of Kaleidoscope magazine, exploring the experience of disability through literature and fine arts. And Sue Austin is an artist who's part of the Cultural Olympiad celebrations in the U.K. Thanks to both of you. Thank you. Thank you.
At Radiolab, we love nothing more than nerding out about science, neuroscience, chemistry. But, but we do also like to get into other kinds of stories. Stories about policing or politics, country music, hockey, sex. Of bugs. <laughs> Regardless of whether we're looking at science or not science, we bring a rigorous curiosity to get you the answers. And hopefully make you see the world anew. Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get your podcasts.